I'm bringing the party to you. You will ride eternal, shiny and chrome. Gryffindor! Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. I'm Batman. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey everyone, welcome back to Geek Positive. I am Ryan Maxwell, and with me is... I'm Greg Games. So, Greg. What? There's this little-known streaming show you might know about that I watched recently. Tiger King. No. It's called The Mandalorian. <laughs> I, I'm very aware of it, and you yeah. are now a year you're uh, yeah, catching up to everyone exact, else. Yeah, I, found, I read online, it's exactly been a year since the first season came out. I literally just finished watching the first season last night because I'm a shithead. That's all good. I'm surprised you watched it. Well, I, I had something to prove now. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a running joke forever. Like no, it was, says, oh, I'll get to it this We're week. on, what, episode eight, seven? I don't know. It's the, run, the, joke has, the running joke has ended. Yeah, it's episode eight now. So, The Mandalorian. Why I I should have fucking watched this sooner, but yes, it is an amazing show, and we are going to talk about the first season in celebration of the fact that the second season started, and then we'll get to the second season sometime after that ends. Yeah. So, um, what took you so long? Like joking aside, like what what was I, your hesitation? I, I don't know. It just I kept putting it off and putting it off. I knew it was going to be great, and then it just became almost like I don't know a rut. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. And a lot of it had to do with just working and getting home from work. It's like, should I watch The Mandalorian or should I just zonk out to something I don't have to pay attention to? That's a big thing of mine. Like, if I'm not in the right, not in the right, not in the right mindset, I I can't focus. So I don't know. I don't know what it was. But then it became comical when we started the podcast. Yeah. Two things I want to get out of the way here. We're not exactly reviewing the whole season. We're going to talk about it, but full spoilers for all of season yeah. one. It's just kind of like, you know, you watch those YouTube videos where they just, you know, describe something they watched and do it in a slightly humorous manner. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not like we're going to go in episode one and hit every single thing. We're not doing that. But, in the background, there was this little thing there. I but, think. yeah, full spoilers just in case. But let's be honest, anyone besides Maxwell has already seen this. Yes. And now you've joined that. And little note two. It's Sunday night. Geek Positive goes up Monday morning. This is literally Monday morning raw because yeah, we're is, not. Yeah. We are raw dogging it tonight. Yeah, I am not going to stay up and edit this whole thing. So right. you get what you get. If it sounds like shit, it's both of our fault for putting this off. And if you're going to be a smart ass going, well, Greg, it always sounds like shit. Fuck, Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, I love the show. Um. Uh, it made me realize I don't know a whole lot about the Mandalorians. Yeah. Because uh, I, well, I realized after the fact, well, I think I knew all along, the Fets weren't Mandalorians. They just no. had Mandalorian armor. Correct. So I had really not a lot of knowledge on them. So I'm going to rely on you to hopefully fill me and some of the viewers in on the lore of the Mandalorians. Because what I got from it is they are, well, they explain it. We're not a race. We're a creed. They're like a tribe of warriors. Okay, so Mandalore is a planet. Yes, I knew that. And but but they have factions on different planets, right? Well, Mandalore is a planet. Anyone born on Mandalore is obviously Mandalore. But you can become a foundling, as they explain. Yeah, this. you can be basically adopted into it. And now, Mandalore, the planet at this time, where the show's taking place, post-Empire and everything, is basically uninhabitable. Basically been wiped out with Mandalorians and everything. Wasn't that a... Um, Something on the Clone Wars. Well, you saw the Siege of Mandalore, but it was actually more the Empire, because they can't have this whole planet but, of people that could obliterate them. I got much. the impression that they have now have factions of remaining 
people on other planets because they were on that planet was it Navarro? I was getting there. Okay, yes. okay. Because no, I'm just saying what I got from it. I want you to clarify because at the end of the first last episode of the first season, spoiler, it basically all the Mandalorians on Navarro was it called? Yeah, got wiped out. Which, by the way, why is the planet named after the guitars from Jane's Addiction? No, I don't know. no, no. Do not bring that guy into. I hate <laughs> that dude. I'm so I didn't. I didn't. I've been trying not to talk about music, but I, the first thing they when they said Navarro, I was like, what, dude. I just remember the show Ink Master. And okay, that yeah, was the most pretentious prick on the planet. Well, we'll move along then, but yeah. So, yeah. so there are different tribes of Mandalorians, each kind of with their own creed too, like creed rules. As in, if you watch Rebels or Clone Wars, you'll notice there's Mandalorians without their helmets all the time. Oh yeah. So that's not a strictly all Mandalorian thing. Yeah, because they made a big deal about him not taking his helmet off when IG Eleven went to heal him. Then IG Eleven was like, you know. Technically, I'm not a living being. I'm proud of you for not calling him IG-88. I, oh, I guess that's because I fucking loved IG-11. I was so sad when they originally killed him off, and then they brought him back, and he was really super cool. They fucking self-destructed to save all of that. Like, god damn it. Made you feel for the droid. Yes, I felt for the droid, that, like, especially after he was reprogrammed to be a nurse droid. Dude, that was the same one with Rogue One. I felt... Like, one of the worst deaths oh. in that was K2, when he's yeah. like, climb, climb, he's getting shot to death by stormtroopers. God, I, I don't know, I empathize with animals, cartoons, and robots, I guess. Humans, the least. Yeah. No, I thought it was great, too, because a cool thing about The Mandalorian is, since it was a TV show, they had a chance to go back all these random things in Star Wars lore, like, and catch them and, like, kind of explain them more. Like, the ice cream machine from Cloud City, that now we know is, like, a walking vault yeah. the canto bar i think they called it right yeah yeah so like things like that and we get to see an ig unit in action because when you see that in empire like, it, he's literally just like a six foot tall statue yeah basically. it's like how the hell is this stiff thing going to kill oh, anything yeah. i think we, I don't, did we discuss that on the show or it was in private about when they showed how he moved in terms of him if shooting we did, i don't remember so it was long enough ago we can't again and uh, yeah like the whole like he spins which is amazing yeah. like all of them can like turn and everything and that was do you know anything about how they filmed the show? Yeah. Because I, I just learned about They had some sort of weird sounds, digital sounds. Yeah, it's stage. called the volume. It's new, which is weird because we just talked about this a little bit on Throbbing the Horror because we talked about Cabin in the Woods. But yeah, it was uh, the volume. It was basically like a giant, instead of using a green screen, when you're standing in it, it actually projects the images that you would see on the show behind you. Yeah. So it's not like, well, I have to imagine there's a big monster running after me. In that you see the giant yeah. thing running. So after they you. they render the effects and then project them for the actors. Yes, kind of. so that way they can have a more natural uh, reaction to things. Because like I that. saw how that's how they did it, and I'm like, the show is visually amazing, but I never got the feeling like I was seeing something on a soundstage. Most of it looked fairly real to but me. But you gotta realize, and I'm not saying you, but a lot of people when they hear soundstage. They think, like, a bedroom size amount of walkway with a screen behind yeah. them. No, that's still a yeah. giant Oh, no, set. no. Yeah, I'm familiar sound stages can be fucking huge. It's yeah, cool. but, like, I think the tech that they use for this is wild. Yeah. Now, what what were your opinions on some... Did you think it had a lot of filler? Because that was the complaint of people from the season that one. That is actually something I was going to address when we got to stuff that I made where it was kind of eh about. I felt like there was a midsection of episodes where it was, like, Oh, Mando's going on another random quest to get money. Oh, they betrayed him. 
Miranda, Mando's got another random quest for money. Oh, they betrayed him. Yeah, it felt like the first like two or three episodes, straight story. Yeah. Then the middle, middle chunk yeah. was just Mando and Baby doing, Adventures. Doing so. Which actually, though, that being said, though, one of my favorite ep- episodes was a filler episode. Which one was it? The Prisoner. Oh, that was a good with, one. With uh, fucking Bill Burr in a Star I Wars love... story. Bill Burr, for as much shit as he's talked about comics and Star Wars and everything, I loved him he, in wait, it. Wait, he's talked shit up? Oh, not too bad, but he'd always make fun of Comic-Con and oh, stuff well, like that. He makes fun of everything. Yeah. It's one of those comics. He, he got some shit whenever he was on SNL. I thought his, his SNL opening was hilarious. Yeah, his, but his routine is that. It's it's meant to push an envelope like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, that episode, it, it felt like Star Wars via the way of Alien. Yeah. It had that that claustrophobic, because, well, they're literally on a, sp- a space prison, space station, and it had, and the lighting, and the whole thing felt very, like, claustrophobic, and like a like the first alien movie yeah uh the guy who played the guard that got killed in that episode do you know who he is the 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 uh, new republic guard yeah no he's who voices anakin skywalker in clone wars okay. it wasn't until actually i after i finished watching um episode episode eight last night i immediately watched the honest trailers they did for it that came out a few weeks ago that i couldn't watch and i didn't realize like Fucking like Jason Sudeikis played the stormtrooper that punched Baby Yoda. Oh yeah, the internet was not happy that yeah. day, Eric. Or uh, there's a lot of like SNL and comedians like Brian Posehn, Bill Burr, obviously. Because well, a lot of them also you just cover in makeup or armor and you wouldn't even yeah. know. And that oh. way, like, is people were like, "Man, I always wanted to be in Star Wars. But I can't commit to a full role here. Come put on the stormtrooper armor." The guy, the blue guy in the first episode, he was somebody. I don't remember who. I don't recall, but yeah, you're correct. Yeah, but Brian Posehn's basically the taxi guy. Like, yeah, I know he didn't even get credit. I don't think. I'm not sure, okay, but I, we know it's Brian yeah. Posehn, which I was told you sound like him, which I think is a compliment. I think maybe. I mean, I I think I'd like to think. No offense to him, I like to think I'm better looking, and I definitely have more hair. Yes, <laughs> on your head, not your beard. Well, I I can get there, but I maintain it. <laughs> so, um, oh, oh, after you. No, I'm just looking at my notes I have here. Uh, care of that. Another cool thing, I think the episode, uh, another point, it was a filler episode, but it was entertaining. I think it was called The Gunslinger. Oh, yeah. What do you think that was at the end of it? I'm trying to remember. I don't... Where the body's laying there at the very end of the episode, you hear the spurs come up to the body, look at it. Oh, was that? I thought that was hinting at Boba Fett. That's what yeah, I that's took okay, it as, yeah. too. Um, uh, what... My friend John, I remember texting that day, I'm like, who? Where's the last place we saw Boba Fett? He's like, Tatooine. I'm like, by the Dune Sea, where Jabba Jermaine He goes, yeah. I'm like, where are they here? Which, then again, also doesn't exactly make sense, because it's been like six or seven years. I think, he could have left I, I by feel now, like but... the official timeline I heard was about five years post-Return of the okay, Jedi. Yeah, I wasn't too far So I, I just think that's what I recall. Now, I know things you don't know that I won't say. Because the, the, I haven't watched the first three episodes. Yeah, I'm into, I'm into the current season three. Which yeah. I'll have those. I will have those knocked out this week, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Just sit and binge them. They're great. I hope you like them. Yeah. Well, I, I binged parts of this. Other times, I when I had a free, like I'm surprised the episodes aren't that long. Like most They're of them, are, forty minutes, right? Yeah, some of them are even a little bit less than that. Also, like fun cameos we were talking about the X-wing pilots on the episode you mentioned. You like the prisoner? Oh, yeah. Do you know that was Dave Filoni? No. Yeah, one of the X-Wing pilots. Yeah, another thing I like another thing I liked about it, they introduced a lot of new stuff to Star Wars, in my opinion. And what, but they, which oh, examples? I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm just curious what you're talking about. Oh shit. Just we did get other planets and stuff. Yeah, other like planets. That, uh, new creatures like the Mudhorn. Actually, one of the things that really stuck out to me was the music. 
Oh, bah, 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 yeah. bah, 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 which was interesting because correct me if I'm wrong. I did not hear any traces of any of the classic themes in it. I have not yet. No, and most. I mean, John Williams only did the music for the nine main movie episodes. Any other one? Like, they, uh, it, he still did Rogue One. No, as, no, he didn't. I thought he did Rogue One. No, he, oh, okay. he those. I was about. I was about to say he. Any other one? Like Rogue One had a different composer. So did Solo. So did all the TV shows. So did all the TV shows. But they themes by John Williams. They credit him because they take you know the Star Wars theme. They the the composer that does the other ones will take elements from his score and rework it into theirs for continuity of uh, music. Now I'm excited. Wait, where were we at? Right, creatures. You said introducing new things. The music creatures. The Mudhorn. I will say. As cool as it was to see a new creature, I like. Why didn't they just make that a reek from Attack of the Clones? You know what I mean? It was almost the same thing. And also, I just heard, what I meant about a new stuff is also new characters. And it's like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm bad with names. So I'm gonna get those about uh, the uh, not guy. Oh, Quill, Quill. Yeah. I love that guy. Just uh, think Star Lord. That's how I remembered it. I have Quill. Spoke. I think I have spoken. I have spoken, dude. How many new phrases have been introduced to the nerd lexicon? On this? I have spoken. This, this is, is the way. way. Well, I think just those two, but I've seen them used so much. Yeah, it's not so much the uh, quantity, it's the, it's not so much the amount of phrases, it's the usage of it. Yeah, like, but I've seen, I've spoken, and this is the way, so many times. Star Wars and un-Star Wars related. Man, I can't wait for you to watch these three episodes, because I want to talk about them, too. Oh, and actually, I, I just remember when we were talking about the ta- episode on Tatooine. Tuscan readers communicate with sign language? I, that and was- grunts. But I that was actually I thought that was really cool. We'd never seen a we, they took something we'd not seen before, a Tuscan Raider, and added a new twist to it. And I, I like how you know whenever they start doing that, Mando was you know doing sign language. Another guy was like, "What are you doing?" He's like negotiating. I do you know what about that episode with the Tuscan Raiders, the Gunslinger, right? Yeah, that was that episode okay? That makes Anakin look like even more of a piece of shit. Because Mando Dinjarin, as we know his name, Din-Jaren. but I still often recall him. Refer to him as Mando because he's only referred to by his name for one episode. Yeah, but um, by uh, Darth Gus. Darth Gus. <laughs> that's what I. Du- that's that's what I have dubbed him. Moff Gideon. Yes, Darth Gus. <laughs> for those who don't make the connection, he was uh, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Yeah, he used to be a drug lord slash fried chicken entrepreneur. Yeah, he's always a bad guy. He's a perfect villain. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, Din Djarin communicates with the Tusken Raiders, and he says. This is their land. We're just passing through. To them, we are the invaders. So I'm like, oh, the Tuscans are the indigenous people. and Wait. Which makes Anakin oh. seem oh like God. such a bigger dick going into their village and slaughtering so, them. So Anakin Skywalker is to Star Wars it's what Christopher, Christopher Columbus, Columbus to was America. the Native Americans. Yes! <laughs> Jesus Christ! God, fuck Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> but, I mean, the mom thing, okay, I don't know. It gets yeah. tricky. They said Shmi was picking mushrooms. Who knows? Yeah, I guess you should be allowed to pick their mushrooms, but whatever. What else you got on this? We were introducing the new things. We Oh, the action in it. Yeah. More like superhero-y than I'm used to, but that is not a complaint. Like, I, when I say superhero-y, I'm not talking Avengers. I'm talking Batman. You see, I, I didn't make the superhero connection, but I definitely... I think this is obvious. Very strong Western vibes. Oh, my God. The yeah. entire show. It was a Western in space. That's yeah. what this was. Which, you know, is a, a part of Star Wars. Yeah, and but this focus... Because before, it's been Western, fantasy, creature feature, all yeah. these things in space. That's what made Star Wars so great. When you heard sci-fi, you meant ships and alien races and stuff like that. But they took that and put 
fucking dropped everything else into it. And what they made it great. Like, but this focus definitely on the Western side. So I am curious on the others, like for the Cassian Andor series that they keep saying yeah. is still in development. That will, I imagine, be more the military war side. Yeah. Obi-Wan, I don't know what we're getting with that. I don't imagine it'll be too Western-y. I don't think it'll be as much like how Mandalorian is. Well, Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan series will probably most likely be taking place on Tatooine. So. That will probably just be straight up Star Wars more yeah. than anything else. I'm just wondering what they could have Obi-Wan at get involved with during that time period. Yeah, because it can't be anything too big, right? Yeah, or else you know, the Empire would have noticed him. Yeah, it's not like he can take down a Star Destroyer. Watch, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they really introduced a lot into this. Um, I thought the action, well, like I said, he seems to have a gadget for everything, too, yeah. which gives me strong Batman vibes. I, I did not make that connection, but yeah. Especially the fight scenes also remind me so much of Batman. You know, the, I, yeah. the putting up the uh, I never, forearm I, guards and I punches. did not make that connection, and when I inevitably rewatch this, I'm going to have to pay attention for that. Yeah, I don't know. Every, it just And that's not a complaint, because yeah. I love Batman, but still. Yeah. And another thing I noticed in terms of, I guess, Easter eggs or whatever, we're going to be all over the place. That was my phone dropping out my pocket. Is I noticed whenever... Uh, for did, those who did, don't know, the... Geek Positive is the only show on the Why Not Talk About This Universe network that is done in person. Yeah, eventually we're going to get a, set, we a, a remote set up. Yeah, because it's making me do this right before I have to wake up at 3 a.m. stuff, Maxwell. Really? You have to go to work at 3 a.m.? I wake up at 3 a.m. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, in the flashback of whenever um, Din Jaren's, uh family being slaughtered, the fucking Thank battle- you for bringing that up, because yeah. they made the super battle droid look... Yeah, the battle droid. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was. Get, that was what I was going to. Is the the big metallic uh, battle droid? What, what's the same? Super battle. That's droid? the B two super battle droid. Yeah, it was fucking. It was fucking cool looking. Yeah, it, it looked scary. Yeah, because in the in the in um Attack of the Clones, I mean, it was very car- not cartoonish. No, but... I will say Attack of the Clones. They treat it kind of as a big deal. Yeah. Once you got to Revenge of the Sith, though, you had R two D two lighting them on fire. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, speaking stupid of oh. little astro droid, and you. Oil spills them and lights oh, on fire. Speaking of creepy as hell, the ATST. Oh, I forgot with the that. lights with the red, red with the red glowing eyes. Yeah, because they had the red light on the inside, but it made it look like glowing yeah, evil it was eyes. Fucking that whole sequence! Oh my god, it was just fucking creepy as hell. And that awesome. was so cool. That episode served a cool purpose too, because it's like the he could have honestly settled down yeah. there, like with with like a hot random planet widow, but he's yeah. like, no, this is the way. It's like, I have to take care of the kid. And that was the first time on the, sh- the show where we saw him take his helmet off, but we didn't see his face. Yeah. Um, do you know, are you familiar with that actor's work at all? Pedro Pascal? Uh, I know the name. I probably looked it up before, but... Did you watch Game of Thrones or no? No. Uh, he was a cool character on Game of Thrones. Okay. He wasn't a main character, but like his parts were really cool. When he Did he there. die? Everyone on Game of Thrones <laughs> died. And then the show died. <laughs> yes. Everyone <laughs> died. It's like, um, were you at the... One Steel City calling with me when uh, Michael Rooker was there? Yeah. Okay, his panel, and someone, I was more Yondu and Mallrats excited, but someone asked him about The Walking Dead, like, what did you think when they told you you were going to die? He goes, everyone on that show is going to die. <laughs> and that's what Game of Thrones was like, too. Oh, I just, 
sidetracking that Michael Rooker appearance. He was like fucking was he he was cracked out, man. I think I think this is Michael Rooker. Like his character in Mallrats where they show him the big like, in the towel and everything. That's what he was like at his panel. Yeah, he he, was, he didn't stay on stage for like he came up on stage for his introduction and then walked through the crowd. Who's got a question? If your hand wasn't raised, you're still shoving a mic yeah, in your face. He was like getting at people's face. You better have there. a question ready because he was gonna put a mic there. And the entire time I'm thinking, man, I should have brought a bag of chocolate covered pretzels with me. <laughs> But yeah, um, so a lot of, what's your comparison, because this is Disney Star Wars. Yeah. This is the first Disney Star Wars we've had other than the movies, and Rebels, I guess. What is your compare contrast to the movies that have come out with Mandalorian? What do you mean? Like, well, do you say, yeah, it's about the same as the movies, do you think it's better, do you think it's worse? Like, I, I just, no, I think this show is just a completely different thing than the yeah, movies. Yeah, it's a animal, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's hard to compare, because like you said, the movies are more sci-fi fantasy, and a lot of them are very colorful. And, and they kind of have like a, what's the word I want to use here? A legacy to live up to, and yeah. whether you think they did that or not is up yeah. to you, but like, they have to keep that same formula, yeah. where here it's, you have mentions of Jedi, and he's looking for Jedi, and you see the Force, obviously. We barely touched on the star of the show, which isn't Din Djarin. We will soon. <laughs> but, um, like, so it's it's its own animal. It's yeah. definitely something. I remember when I heard them say, well, the future of Star Wars, we're still going to do movies, but it's really going to be TV. I was like, boo, boo this man. Oh, I think it was Kathleen Kennedy, yeah. not man. But um, but after seeing Mandalorian, I'm like, I'm cool with that. And also, watching it, you do not feel like you're watching a TV show. This looks like a movie. Oh, yeah, it's e- straight e- up movie quality. Even down to, if you get really... Uh, cinema nerdy the aspect ratio of it it's done in the the w- big wide screen like the kind you'd see on a movie screen not like tvs nowadays are wider but they're not as you know what i'm talking about yeah, they're not boxy yeah so movies were typically done for theaters and so they were yeah shot that but way. i'm talking even on modern tvs nowadays have wider screens it's what this wasn't formatted for that it was made like in the like the letterbox like really like cinematic style yeah so Baby Yoda. I'm not calling him the child. I don't fault anyone who does, but... Yeah, I was say, I, I've been calling him the child. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with either way. I get mad when people try to get mad about which way I will call him. One, before any of you fuckers say anything, I am aware he is not a baby Yoda. He is a member of Yoda's species who happens to be a baby in ratio to his age. And they have never meant to- told us what Yoda's species is. We know nothing about Yoda's yes. species. S- say if Yoda's we species were, was called Flibbajabs, I would call him Baby Flibbajabs. We don't know that. They're called Flibbajabs and you get shit my pants. Oh my god, I, they better give me something. Which yeah. sounds like a Star Wars enough species name, doesn't it? <laughs> we have Weequay, Koran, Flibbajabs, Rodians. You wouldn't even notice that was weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, watching... Um, the original movies, did you ever even stop to wonder if there are other aliens like Yoda out there for well, one of the kind? Yaddle from episode one. Who? Yaddle it was a member of the Jedi Council who must have passed away after episode one because she wasn't seen again. But there was one, and it's in the I, I have the encyclopedia, which I wouldn't recommend you flip through to find now. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, Yaddle is a member of Yoda's species. Oh, okay, I was not aware of that. Yeah, there's, there's only two ever seen, and she was only seen in the council room. And was gone by episode two, so you didn't see her fighting in was the Was that in, um, like, in the weird, the big Senate scene? Or No, it was in the council scene, where they're all standing around, and Anakin's like, a ship, a cup, oh, a speeder. Okay, I'm going to have to go rewatch yeah. that now. Your thoughts dwell on your mother! Yeah, that whole thing. 
No, my thoughts dwell on your mother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that sounds like a major diss. Your thoughts dwell on your mother. <laughs> but yeah, no, those are the only two members we've seen, and Yoda's the only one we've really seen. Um, I think Baby Yoda or the child, whatever you want to call him, ties more into Yoda original trilogy, honestly, than prequels. And the fact like crazy old Yoda eating things and like looking oh. for food. Baby Yoda it's reminds like, me of that. Baby Yoda is eating, always eating frogs. Yes. Although, someone made a comment about, this is something online, I don't know who I'm ripping off, so this is not my original thought, but basically saying, now that we've seen the, the child and the Mandalorian, do you think all of those animals and Dagobah just lived in fucking fear of Yoda? Oh he's, gonna fucking eat, he's just gonna fucking eat all of them? <clears throat> Like I said, someone else pointed this out online, not me, so this is not my thought, but yeah. Well, Yoda's just fucking eating wizards. <laughs> well, we never dove much into Yoda's origin, so I don't know if his accent... I doubt it's a species thing. It must be, like, an environment thing. Because a lot of people are like, well, what's Baby Yoda gonna, like, say? Like, is his first, second words gonna come before his first? Like, how Yoda talks? I don't think so. That, that seems like a... Like you pick up an accent where you live. I don't, I don't see how know. that would be a species thing. And well, unless he's from a planet where the species just that's their culture, that's what how they speak. True. If it's like in their DNA to speak that way. Yeah. yeah. Once again, we know nothing about barely anything about the species that Yoda is. We know that Yoda says he he's approximately he doesn't. Say, I'm sure he's not getting into the exact approximately 900 years old in. Return of the Jedi. How says. messed up would that be to you can live so long that you're not sure how old you are? Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> well, I forget how old I am sometimes now and I'm 28. Well, that's just because yeah, senile. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, did the show live up to your expectations? I th- yeah, yes it did. I just I I didn't really go into it with that much expectations because I put it off for so long and I didn't know what exactly I was going to expect, but I liked it. I th- I liked it a lot. So yes, good. I'm I'm happy that it did. Um, what's the one thing that the oh we didn't even talk the armor too. Oh, At yeah. first I thought it was just going to be like your typical give exposition character, but that fight we see it's oh, either yeah. the finale or the one before the finale. Yeah, I think it's the one yeah. before. But where she smashes a stormtrooper's helmet with that Beskar arm, oh, yeah. with that Beskar hammer. I think, no, that was the last episode because that was after they left the uh, was it the Enclave, whatever they call it. Okay, yeah. Because she had she had to stay behind. She told Mandalorian he had to take care of the child and help him find his people. Yeah, that was his quest, and she gave him the insignia of the Mudhorn and everything. You are now a what did you say a tribe of two or something? Yes. Uh, but that that kill was more brutal than I thought we'd ever oh. see in Star Wars. Well, if you were talking about brutal, whenever IG-8 smashed... IG-88, oh, fuck, I did it. IG-11 was smashing the shit out of the Stormtrooper, that baby Yoda. Oh my god, uh, yeah. But that was always pay, played more for laughs. I didn't mind it, it was, as Yeah, much. but it was still fucking brutal. Well, not that I'd mind it either way, but still. Yeah, the Jason Sudeikis Stormtrooper. Um, What else do we got? We haven't even touched on the Force, so... Is the Force just strong with the species that Yoda and the child are? Um, that that would be my guess. It must be because it's been it's been in Star Wars before. There've been certain races of aliens that are more inclined to the Force. Well, right? yeah, there's um, I can't think of what they're called. Not, not Lothcats, the wolves from Rebels, which I know you haven't watched, yeah. but are a Force sensitive species and things like that. That would be my guess. Is that Yoda's species is Force? And are they just extremely rare? His species. I don't know. Like we we don't know anything about. Them. I mean, I know. Yeah. I know we don't know. But I'm asking your yeah. expert opinion. I don't know. 
it could be a scenario where, like maybe they had their own planet and then they got wiped out somehow. Actually, how they're babies and can lift monsters. I don't, I don't know if the Empire could have fucking taken out the planet. Maybe that's why they're after the child. They're yeah, trying to decimate Yoda's them. Yoda's even pre-Empire. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Okay, fine. Um, so, he's 50 years old and a baby. Where, where are you guessing the time range goes? Like, when he's 100, is he a teen? Do you think? Or, oh, God. or do you think after the baby stage, they mature quickly? So, do you, oh, well, you know what? I, I misspoke. Yoda said, when trained Jedi for 900 years you have, I think he said. Or do you say when 900 years old you are? Wh- which is it? When 900 years you are... Look as good. No, no. Uh, I think he said for over 800 years Jedi I have trained. Okay, so when he's about 100, he's reached maturity then. So, that sounds like... That sounds plausible. So the initial infancy stage seems to last a long time, yeah. and then you reach... To put it into animal terms, what they always call sexual maturity when you like mature and become an adult. Here's an interesting thought. So we're dealing with a baby Yoda child thingy in the Mandalorian that we know nothing about the species. Do you buy the clone theory or not? I don't buy that at all. No, I never even heard there's a clone Some theory. Some people thought it was a Yoda clone. But I want, what the, the line I'm trying to put here is we have the High Republic line coming out soon, which Yoda is a part of. Yes, it was supposed I, to go on September, but... Okay, broken record time. COVID. It's COVID. <laughs> Anyways, and they said, what is the time frame on the High Republic? How many years pre New Hope? I think it's like 300 years pre Phantom Menace. Okay. I wonder, and Yoda's going to be part of it because yes. he's fucking. He's, he's ancient. Years. He's eternal. Do you think we'll learn more about his species in that? I think we'll learn more about him. Now, as far as his species overall goes, because Yoda's been written about extensively in multiple books, like just little things and side stories and stuff, but they've never seemed to go into his species. I'm wondering if the High Republic, in conjunction with the Mandalorian, would be able to fill in some of that information. Huh. Because, think about it, if it's 300 years ago, and let's go with my, maybe once his species was flourishing and was wiped out... 300 years ago, there might have been more Yodas. Who, what military has the balls, or like, these things can use the force at age, at age the fucking, baby. The fucking Empire. Yeah, but there was no Empire yet. Ah, uh, then, I don't know, the Sith. Okay, I could buy the Sith. Okay, we'll go I with could the buy Sith. the Sith, yes, okay. But, you know what's funny, because in my head, I still have trouble separating canon from legends. Yeah, as a kid, I remember... Them saying, like, lightsabers were the improvement of old swords made of steel. So in the Star Wars universe, still at one time, they had regular swords. And I'm like, I know we're not going that far back with High Republic, but I want to read, like, medieval Star Wars stories. Like, when space travel is just becoming invented and everything. You know, that's like the old uh, Knights of the Old Republic stuff. Yeah. Where they had these weird, especially they had comics uh, based on those stories. And they had these weird fucking spaceships that looked like they were made out of, like, wood and rock and stuff like that. It was just really, like, low-tech future-type stuff. So, speaking of ships, what are your thoughts on the Razor Crest? We haven't touched on that yet. At first, I wasn't sure. Well, at first, when that AVI first saw it, I was like, you know, it's no Slave One. But after watching the show, that's a pretty cool ship. I think the only thing it honestly takes for a ship to get really, like where I get excited about just the ship itself, yeah. even, 
I'm talking Slave One, Millennium Falcon, Razor Crest. Is really the only three we have. Yeah. Maybe the Padme's Nabooian ship. That fun fact: Captain Phasma's armor is actually made out of that ship. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Phasma book. If you're ever which which one? The Captain Phasma book. It's, it's just called Phasma. Oh, okay. It's by Delilah S. Dawson. I had to look at the bookshelf over there. By the way, side note, while we're talking about books, did you know there's a sequel out now, too, from a certain point of view? Yes. The, okay. It's the, the Empire, Empire Strikes one. Back one. Yeah. Which presumably means in three years from now, we're going to get a return of the Jedi, because they're doing 40th anniversaries yes, for each of them. I'm sure they will. Um, but as far as the Razor Crest goes, I think the only thing that really takes for me to get excited about a ship is how many times we see it. Yeah. And so by the end of season one, I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, the, Maz- the Razor Crest. So it's not so much... The- you don't look at a ship and like, oh, that's really cool looking. You you see what it does. You see it in action. Yeah, like, what yeah, it can do. Yeah. And yeah, that makes sense. I thought it was cool that it's pre-Empire, so like it doesn't have the, yeah, the, the, the surveillance yeah. tech and everything on it, so it made it a commodity. And also, we found out that there are toilets in space. True. we Which, of course, we knew, but we have never seen until now. Yeah. I love that it had all these hookups for different type of species and everything, <laughs> which makes sense, because... Yeah. Was the blue guy who's the first bounty that we ever see? Yeah. Is it like, well, it's molting season. <laughs> Who knows? Like, do they only ship once a year? Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> I really wish I only had to ship once a year. Yeah, but imagine how like puffy you'd be right before that time of year. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Not Star Wars fact, <laughs> but speaking of food and everything, do you know if you were a they were to design a skin tight suit that let no air escape whatsoever? and you ate just a nibble of anything, you would spontaneously combust and die? I feel like we should try this, test this theory out. We don't out. have the technology to make such a suit. Well, but we should work on it. Why? Why not? In the name of science. Science! Yes. <laughs> For science. So, do you? does this give you any inkling that you want to watch Clone Wars or Rebels? Yes, well, I... Always wanted to watch Clone Wars. Yes. I just know that's going to be even more massive undertaking. That's like Clone a, Wars is daunting if you're just starting it now. It's like a hundred some episodes at least. Can I make a recommendation based on Mandalorian? For yeah. You? If you don't want to watch all of it, watch the last four episodes. Okay. Because it's the Siege of Mandalore. I do want to watch the whole thing though. Yes, but if you are just want to kill some time, and it doesn't even really go in order, so you could get away with watching yeah. that. Okay, I'll think about it, but the Clone Wars would definitely be next on my list. Yeah. Rebels, I don't really know a whole lot about. So. Rebels is right up with Mando for my favorite. Oh, I, okay. I have trouble deciding, and I love Clone Wars. I like Star Wars if you haven't fucking figured it out. No, shit. <laughs> but you like Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, I like all of it, oh, except man, I, for Resistance. Me I too, not... uh, me too. I love Captain Picard. Shut the fuck up. I didn't care for Resistance, but I love Rebels, Clone Wars, and Mandalorian. Well, Resistance always looked a bit more aimed towards kids. We we had this discussion. There's there's different Star Wars for different age sets. Yes. So, but Rebels is, and no disrespect to Clone Wars, is probably my favorite of the two animated. And I flip-flop between Mando and Rebels, what I like more. Oh, Darksaber. Yes. Do you have questions? I know it has something to do with Mandalore or a battle? There was one Mandalorian Jedi. Okay. Ever. Their lightsaber was the Darksaber. He left the Jedi Order, and the people of Mandalore, whoever ruled Mandalore, was kind of like the rite of passage to have the Darksaber. So Moff Gideon having the Darksaber could mean 
interesting things for any surviving Mandalorian. He could, it's kind of like a symbol of leadership. So it's not like brain yeah, control. Yeah, it's not like yeah, older. Yeah, like, yeah. Obey. Yeah, I, I was vaguely familiar with the dark saber because it's basically a black lightsaber with a white glow around it, kind of. But it has more of a no. The color is black of the yeah, saber itself. But the there's like a kind of a white outline around it, right? I mean, there's like a white inline. Okay. Like how all lightsabers have like yeah. kind of white. In the but middle. then it has it kind of curves, doesn't it? It looks yeah. like a samurai. Sword. It looks more like an actual saber. Yeah, I was I had I was somewhat familiar with it, so. Whenever I that scene came up, actually, I remember seeing that. I feel like I saw that in a clip for se- a preview for season two, so I didn't realize that was in season one. Yeah. What were your thoughts? I just thought it looked fucking cool, and I wonder what the hell this thing is. <laughs> Can we talk about the Jawa episode? Because I oh, love oh, that episode. I wanted to talk about that. I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> J- Jawas are fucking vicious. <laughs> I know. And you made fun of me for liking Jawas the other week. But, but they're they're fucking they're kind of dicks. But but then I love the part though when uh, uh Quell Quill Quill oh it's just Quill yeah like Peter like Peter Quill yeah. like, I thought it was pronounced a little bit differently Quill I think like Quill when Quill and uh Mando went back to the Jawas to get his shit back and the and Quill was like they don't like you it's like well I may have disintegrated a few of them <laughs> can we talk about what that means. Do you remember Empire Strikes yeah. Back? No, no disintegrations. We thought it was a throwaway line. It's a thing. It, <laughs> he can disintegrate people. Yeah, Which I took it as that's not like a, um, you know, blasters. As long as you cool them down, are pretty much unlimited ammo. Yeah, those because he would load for each of those seem yeah. to be like a more commodity shot. Like you use those when you really need it. Which seems funny that he wasted it on Jawas, but. <laughs> I don't know, I'm still thinking about your Mando and Batman theory. Well, it's true. <laughs> he seems to have a gadget for everything. And his fighting style, all of it. Well, if he breaks... Especially when you watch the first episode of season two, there's a real Batman move in there. He, he doesn't have the no-killing role. Oh, yeah, he kills a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, Brutally, may I add. He's going to bring out the Mando shark repellent spray. Oh, my God. We're, <laughs> we're a minute away from it, I feel like. So... I've seen the three episodes have been out, so I ask you, what do you look forward to in season two? Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm I'm guessing, like I said, can just conjecture season two. They're gonna be it's gonna be him trying to find the child's species, but then you're also not gonna, the species. They said I mean, the Jedi, the Jedi. Oh, okay, remember that's what the armor tasked. Uh, I thought that, okay, I thought it was gonna find, to find his kind because he's a foundling as well. Like he doesn't yeah. have to be born to the Jedi, yeah. but he is part huh. of. They assume he's a part of them because he has the force. See, I thought they were going to look for his species, but then we have um, Darth Gus, <laughs> who okay, this, this, this is this kind of. Do you consider him the main villain, even though we only see him in the last two episodes? Well, I'll, I'll, we haven't I'll, talked about Werner Herzog yet, just yeah. known as the Imp. Well, okay, I'll ask you just vaguely: Has he shown up in the first three episodes of season two yet? In hologram form in one of the episodes. I think they're building him up to be the main villain, but they're doing it like, kind of like how in A New Hope they made references to the Emperor, then we saw him briefly in Empire, and then in Return of the Jedi we saw the Emperor was like a main character. Yeah. I feel like maybe they're building him up like that. Okay. Because he, he was only in that last episode, but man, did he really like take control of everything. Yeah, he, you knew his authority. Like, right away. I What about the Empire here? Like, it's interesting. It's like when real regimes fall, but some people still hold true to it and everything. Yeah. So is he, he's, he, so 
So, okay, what, what's okay? What's his real name again? Moff Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. So he is former Empire. Yeah, right? just like the original client was because yeah. the okay. imp, like we saw the stormtrooper, like they're still Imperial loyalists. Out there. Oh, by by the way, I loved uh, Moff Gideon's Tie Fighter, like the way it. Uh, oh folded. yeah, yeah. They didn't need the ladder for it. Oh, but it wasn't just. Oh, I got to be sidetracked. After Moff Gideon's Tie Fighter wrapped, why did they go check to see if he was dead? Because. I was going to say movie logic, but I guess TV logic. You know, the killer is dead in front of you. Yeah. Better not make sure we get him through the head. He's dead. Like, it just made me think of, like, The Force Awakens. Well, no, no. In The Force Awakens, Poe uh, po Dameron's TIE Fighter was wrecked, but Poe wasn't even in there. So it's, it's safe to assume that he's dead. He couldn't find him. Yeah. But this one, they're just like, oh, he's dead. We don't have to go check. Well, let's be honest, though. A TIE Fighter crash, let's be honest, like, if a small plane crashed, in a fire explosion, what would you assume? They're dead. Yes. I think, okay, here, here. this might be the logic hole here, is that standard issue TIE fighters do not have shields. No, that's true, yes. He don't. was he was probably fly, flying a specially souped-up TIE fighter. Yes, similar to Vader's, the ex Executor, which also had a hyperdrive and a shield built, built in. And I believe the First Order TIE fighters were also... No, they didn't have shields. I thought they were... I thought they did. I thought they were at least more enhanced than the old ones. Oh, yeah, of course. Because I was always given the impression the First Order to learn from the mistakes of uh, the Empire and try to Apparently improve Apparently not. Shit. If Palpatine comes around, they're like, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah, how about the part where the Stormtroopers are trying to shoot the thing, and they're trying to shoot the whatever little nubby thing in the desert, and they can't hit it worth shit? Were they just purposely making fun of them? <laughs> well, here's what I took it as. Those seem to be the... Werner Herzog stormtroopers, correct? Their yeah. armor was dusty and ill-fitted. Like, you know what I mean? They, yeah. they were a holdout. When Gideon showed up, you noticed the difference in stormtroopers? Yeah. It seems like now that the Empire has technically fallen, there's different holdouts. Even though they're all still on the same side, like whoever Werner Herzog's character is, we never get a name, so the Imp. His platoon of stormtroopers, what do they call them, garrisons, yeah. of stormtroopers were not as well taken care of, not the best guys. They might not even have been original Empire, but people who supported the cause after the fall. Whereas Moth Gideon's were the real deal. They had a okay. E-Web cannon and everything like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, E-Web cannon. Besides that scene... Uh, in the Did I get that name right? E yeah, that's what it's called, E-Web, yeah. That just reminded me in the first, the very first episode where they had, when it was... um. Mando and IG-11 trying to take out the people on... Uh, I'm getting the planets mixed up. On Quill's, uh, yeah. Quill's planet. And they managed to succeed. And then they're like, well, how are we going to get that door open? And then they both just look at the giant fucking blaster <laughs> gun. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Cara Dune? I liked her. Yeah, an older Alien, which I thought was a cool little touch. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, Because it makes that, yeah. sense, like, these people are going to fucking so hate she the was Empire like, more than anything. So she was, they said she was a former rebel shock trooper? She was an older Alien shock tro jump troop shock trooper, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I loved her. I hope they see more, we see more of her. I, I want to see most I've of I've seen these. promo pictures. Slight spoiler, she hasn't shown up yet in season yeah. two, but I've seen the promo pictures of her. That's another thing, because I liked, I liked uh, God, what's his name? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. Gr Grief Carga. Grief Cargo, okay. I will get these names on eventually. It's a, it's a Star Wars. I'm bad with names to begin with, and then you throw in the fact that there are all these weird fucking names. Should make it easier. I can't remember my own names half the time. Yeah, but yeah I, I love the new cast. I thought yeah. it was great. Although, what was the one part? Um, Carl Weathers was like, yo, baby, do the 
do the magic baby hand thing. Do the magic hand thing. <laughs> and he just starts waving his hand. Uh, it's like... <laughs> um, it seems the force takes a lot out of the child. Well, he's young. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, it's, he's he's probably he's fairly new to it. he's a novice. I mean, his fifty years old. He's probably only how, what age do you would you imagine he is mentality wise? Like two, three. three. I don't know. I don't have kids. I'd say when do kids start learning how to walk? No, you're asking the wrong two <laughs> guys. Like, this is <laughs> we both have nieces and nephews. We should know this. Like four? <laughs> no, I think they walk before four. Well, I'm saying the, I'm saying the Razor child. Razor Rob's kid is walking. How old is Razor Rob's kid? You should know this. I feel like that you would know this more than I would. Two? Three? Well, I don't, they walk when they're little. I don't know. But not right away. Rob listens to this. He's going to be pissed. <laughs> no, he's not. He knows. <laughs> Yeah, children walk when they're little, but not right away. That sounds right. Um, I'd say mentality-wise, the child is around three or four. That sounds reasonable. Yes, uh, in human mentality. Yes, in human years. Yeah, so that's all I really have on without going into season two. Any, Which we'll get to that when season two is over. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a full... We'll do... A, this is a Super Mandalorian Fun Time special, and then we'll do the Super... Mandalorian fun time special. No, this part episode two. is titled Max will finally watch the Mandalorian. Well, you make up the titles, so I, I really have no. You control have no over say this. in this. You have no power here. And we, you, and since this is going up raw, you won't have time to pull quotes from it. Yeah, exactly. What did you enjoy the George Lopez ending that I added on the last yes, episode? Yes, yes. Uh, oh, sorry I'll, for missing last week. If you didn't notice, the whole network did. Sometimes the. Perfect shitstorm just yeah, all of us. Shit was going on. It happens, you know. I hope we didn't lose any of you out there. We're only human. Shut up. More human than human. That's so fucking weird. I was listening to White Zombie on the way here. Really? Yeah. Well, what was the last time you came up here? Because I got in your car once somewhere after you listened to like some weird like, bongo drum music. That was uh not the Chemical Brothers. Uh Aphex Twin. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I think we've we've pretty much uh Wrap the lid on the... Wrap the lid. I don't know. We talked about Mandalorian Season 1 a year after everyone else did. We're the cutting edge of entertainment uh, commentary. Don't you put this on me. I, I know. I'm making, I'm, making fun of, I'm making fun of myself here. Don't you put that evil I'm, on me, Maxwell. I would don't you do hurt. that, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> don't you put that evil on me. I, I w- you th- are not paralyzed. This was the first thing. Actually, day one Disney Plus, I was a day one subscriber. And the first thing I watched was episode one of The Mandalorian. I don't even remember when I signed up for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so. I was day one, and this was the first thing I wanted to watch. And it was there right at launch. All so. right. Well, I'm caught up. Greg is shaming me. Before we sign off, though, I'd like to touch on a few other current event things, since this is going... Yeah, two things. First, oh, wait, I had notes. Okay. We have some MCU news. Oh! <laughs> is it the Entertainment Weekly one? Well, I didn't read it, but WandaVision has a premiere date. When? January 15th. Okay, right after we were guessing. That makes sense. So, to me, the significance of this is, unfortunately, nothing new was released by the MCU this year. Yeah, you're no, correct. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, that might have been on purpose. Well, well... Because at this point, they're like, well, we didn't release anything. Let's just well, start again in 2021. Well, here's my thing. Obviously... The main reason why it happened is the pandemic. What? Now, it's COVID. COVID. Anyways, but 
I gotta put like some like stupid shock jocks every time we say <laughs> it's delayed because of COVID. Like COVID. 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 Like they're really cheesy, like yeah. shock jocks. Yeah, I can start putting that in here. <laughs> Anyways. To me though, however, if you were to from an artistic standpoint, granted this wasn't the reason, but if they were to ever have a year where Marvel's like, let's take a year off, this made sense timing-wise, other than the COVID, because Endgame? Yeah, we had Endgame wrapped up this massive story. Spider-Man Far From Home was kind of the aftermath. And exposition of what happened to the people who came yeah. back and stuff. We so, that. the fact that nothing came out this year, it's like, okay, guys, let's take a breather. And the next year, it's like, okay, we're starting again. So, Can I, I talk to you about my thing with Endgame and the people coming back? What do you mean? Like, the legal side of it? Oh, like the fact that uh, t- like someone that was like, like Peter Parker's high school friends, like some of them that were, you know, 15 are now like 20. And, yeah, so yeah. let's say that you are 15 years old and you're dating a girl in high school. Perfectly normal from your grade. Yeah, you're, fif- you're both 15. Okay. Yes. She is snapped to dust by Thanos. You are 20 years old. And now she's back and she's 15. She's technically been around 20 years, but she's missing five of those. Are you a pedophile? I don't know. <laughs> they you know what I want? They mildly addressed that in the movie whenever Flash Thompson was trying to get an alcoholic beverage, and it's like, oh, he got blipped. He's not actually, like, he's not actually, you know, over yeah. 21. And, like, say you had a house. You got snapped away. You come back to go to your house. Someone else has moved in. <laughs> Do you have rights to the house? Didn't they, didn't they also kind of address that with Aunt May, saying that when she blipped back that she was... There's other people in your house. What I I want is a Daredevil show. No Daredevil. (laughs) Just Attorney Matt Murdock taking on all the Endgame cases. That's like they touched on a little, but never like the fucking how weird. So much like your job. Do you still have your job when you come back? I don't know. Have they already replaced you? And then it's like, hey, you you. That's discrimination against the the disintegrated. Yeah, like. (laughs) Think about it. Like, there's so much stuff in it. They're like, hey, we saved the day. Everyone's back. And everyone who's left was like, oh, no, now what? They could do an entire, like, series, mini-series. Remember, because at the beginning, Captain America was at a support group about people. There was that guy whose husband or boyfriend got snapped away. And they're saying it's okay to move on. Like, we've been there. Captain America gave the worst advice because he brought the old boyfriend back. What if he just moved on? Yeah, it's like, oh, by the way, um... Steve, I remarried. I'm sorry, you're disintegrated. Exactly. It's been five years. I'm human. What happens in the divorce like suits? Oh, like, man. does do they still get half? Like after you? Oh, well, also no. What about okay? You have a couple. One of them gets snapped. The other person's sad, sad, sad. Oh, years pass. They move on, and then all of a sudden, other person comes back. Do you divorce your current person, your current spouse, and go back to the person you lost five years exactly. ago? Exactly. Imagine the headache. Oh, on, Jesus like, Christ! At, can you imagine if you were like a Supreme Court justice, like after the snap, and you're like, "I quit. I'm not <laughs> dealing with this." I'm or, done. or even just any sort of lawyer, like what? Yeah, like you know, like for let's say eight hours, there's wild celebration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously. Yay! Yay! And then the first person to think of this goes. Wait a minute, and then the whole world panics. <laughs> I don't. It's sounding like I don't know if the Avengers did the right thing. Yeah, maybe it. Like if they could have done it like a week later. Yeah, great. At what Five point do you let sleeping dogs lie or disintegrated dogs <laughs> lie? Oh my! 
Yeah, that's so all, that's, that's all. What was your other piece of news? I'm sorry to oh, take us off. No, no, there. that's fine. That that was fun. Um, it's no, just I want to mention the fact that we lost some very beloved public figures recently. First one being Sean Connery. Yes. Who like I said, neither of us. Welcome are, to the Rock. As I'm saying, neither neither of us are huge James Bond fans, but everyone knows him as the first James Bond, and obviously he's had a very storied career career after that. I um, loved him in The Dark Knight Returns. I mean, The Dark Knight Rises. Some... <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> no, Mister Wayne. Then you have my permission to die. I my my probably one of my favorite roles of him would be as Indiana Jones's father in The Last Crusade. Of course, and, me aside, yeah. and then The Rock. I mean, The I Rock. The Rock. The Rock. That ro- okay. <laughs> I first, love saying that all the time. First, I don't. know, This isn't really a hot take. I just think it's the truth. The Rock, the only genuinely good movie Michael Bay has directed. Um, I'd have to look through his, his thing, because I'm pretty sure he, some of his work's okay before he got Transformers. Well, I think the first Bad Boys might have been okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it forever. So... And then, well, Armageddon, I have a thing with the movie Armageddon. Okay. Armageddon is an entertaining movie. Okay. Armageddon is not a good movie. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you get a sweet Aerosmith song out of it. I... We sure we got a or Smith song out of it. I could close my eyes just to hear you breathe. And then the tra- and also then you get the Transformers movies. I remember at the time the first one came out, everyone seemed to enjoy it. But I feel like retroactively, a lot of people realize it really wasn't that great. Again, we got a good Lincoln Park song out of it. Uh, you know what's bad? <laughs> when the best highlight about your movies is well, that's, like, that's, that's the first. Them. That's the first three Transformers movies. We all got. They all had Lincoln Park songs. What I, I really like Twilight. I news. really thought by the fourth Transformers movie is to be like okay, original score by Lincoln Park, like what Iron Man two with ACDC. Yeah, we no, not even about. not even just the songs. Like the original score, they would just make the. Uh, I'd be cool with it, but yeah. Um, How'd we get on? Oh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yes. Got on Sean Connery. This is a great dude. Uh, the voice, the voice alone. I remember uh, I, a friend of mine did a theater thing years ago. I don't, I don't remember what the context of what it was. But it was basically Sean Connery speaking and saying, I'm Sean Connery. People will listen to watch me in anything because they like to hear the sound of my voice. You know what people are going to start doing I will now read to you my grocery list. You know what people are going to start doing? They're going to tune out in the last 10 minutes of a show because it always turns into impressions of people. Well, we have, I have one more thing after Sean Connery. <laughs> so right. don't but, tune out yet. And, and, but I had one final thing about Sean Connery. I don't remember what it was. Shit. Anyways, Sean Connery. Sad. He was 90 years old though so he lived, he lived a good life. Yes. He will be... Oh, no, my favorite quote from The Rock is... I don't, Welcome Nick, to The Rock. No, no, not even that. This beats that. Nick Cage said something. He His character whines a lot in the movie. And then Sean Connery's like, there's always losers that whine about playing fair. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite line. Hearing Sean Connery say, winners go home and fuck the prom queen. You know I went there once to Alcatraz? No. Yeah, I got to go. It was pretty cool. You got to go where uh, The Mutant Cure was. Yeah, it was, it was cool because like so many movies are rushing to my head at once, like going across the bridge and going to Alcatraz yeah. and everything. I'm like, man, this is wild. And I don't, you know what? You know what the staff doesn't seem to appreciate? Saying, welcome to the rock. When you get there, because I realized after I did, I'm like, Everybody. Everyone does this. They, they, I'm what I'm the person at the grocery store 
who when the item doesn't scan goes, must be free. I'm like, I've become that person to these people. They're going home to complain about me. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to try to defend you, but. No, it, it was all on me. I won't even defend myself. After I said it, I'm like, oh, these poor people have to hear this all day. Don't, do you think they ever hear about the mutant cure? Not nearly <laughs> as much. No one wants to remember that. And on one final note, we're talking about people who passed away. Alex Trebek. Yeah. I mean, I don't, everyone knows Jeopardy. I just fear we should mention it. I mean, it, it's a cultural... Can we talk I, about the irony of them dying so close together? Oh, the Saturday Night Live thing. Can we... How? <laughs> like, not that it's ever good someone dies, but both of them were old. Yeah. But... The fact that Sean Connery dies right before Alex Trebek is like comedy gold. Let's admit it. Yeah, someone I think posted something about... For those of you who aren't aware, we have to assume not everyone knows the shit we're talking about. We're talking about the Saturday Night Live sketch where... Celebrity Jeopardy. Celebrity Jeopardy where Sean Connery, played by a Saturday Night Live person, was constantly verbally berating Alex Trebek, played by Will Ferrell. Most of people... Category like potent potables is the one no one would ever yeah. pick because those were a category. I was like, oh. I was say your name where you simply have to say your name. Sounds a dog makes. Let it snow and something else. And when I got to let it snow, the person playing Sean Carter was like Latitz now. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about Latitz now. I just remember famous titles, and he'd be like, "I'll take famous titties for a hundred. <laughs> or uh, the one category was called the pen is mightier. It's like, I've got to ask you, Trebek, about the penis mightier. <laughs> My favorite thing is, like, can you imagine, like, if there's an afterlife, let's assume here for a second, um, Alex Trebek gets up there after years of public service entertaining everyone, and Sean Connery goes, we meet again, Trebek! Suck it, Trebek, I got here first. <laughs> that was one of the jokes, Sean Connery beat Alex Trebek to the, the afterlife. I know. It's like, suck it, Trebek. Your mother's here, Trebek, we've already sacked up. <laughs> Ah, oh, rough. Just the way your mother likes it, Trebek. <laughs> You're right. Really, you always get me in the last ten minutes. There's something that you pull out of your hat every fucking episode of the last ten minutes. Oh god, you're right. People are gonna start tuning out. <laughs> First of all, Arnold Schwarzenegger pushes it out to Sean Connery. Except I, I think I, I think I do a better Sean Connery. I worked out. My abs hurt already. Now they hurt worse. I think my Sean Connery is a lot stronger than my Schwarzenegger. <laughs> All right, we've devolved into chaos here. I think <laughs> this has gone off the rails. All right, we're 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 peacing out. All right, guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram at uh, fuck, that's fine. That's on Instagram. Uh, it's geek positive something. Geek positive dash. Why not talk about this universe? But just the first letters. W N T A T U. Yeah, yeah. Follow I'm... the whole network on Twitter at W N T A T U. Follow Geek Positive on Twitter at Geek Positive One. You can follow me on Twitter at. Greg Ames, G-R-E-G-A-I-M-S. Do you want to plug your Twitter? Oh, I never had them. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at, at the Ryan Maxwell. Yep. Check out all the other shows on the network. There's, there's a, a Facebook page. Sorry. There's a Facebook page for Geek Positive where I post random crap too. Sorry. Yes. I cut and you off. Follow, check out all the other shows on the network. Throbbing with Horror, Ruthless Retrospective, Theater to Theater, when he feels like doing an episode. Um, and that's about it. I think we've wrapped it up. All right. Till next time, I'm Ryan Maxwell. I'm Greg Ames. See ya.